1: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews, author interviews and book reviews. It's Friday. How are you? You've made it, nearly made it through another week. The weekend is approaching. I hope you've got nice things planned. I hope you've got some nice books to read. Oh, do come and join us on the Facebook group. You'd be very welcome there. When I remember, I give sneak previews of the books and authors that I'm going to be featuring in the next episode. So it's well worth joining us there. You'd be very welcome. Anyway, We've got two books today with five questions in five minutes, and the books are Zero Days by Ruth Ware and The Rule of Three by Sam Ripley. So let's get started and talk to the wonderful Ruth Ware about the fabulous book Zero Days. Well, it is my huge pleasure to welcome back to the podcast Ruth Ware to talk about her fantastic book Zero Days. Ruth, are you ready to answer five questions in five minutes? Always. (laughs) No pressure. Your first question, can you summarise this brilliant book for us in less than a minute?
1: Less than a minute? Okay. My main character, Jack, is a security tester who comes home one night to find her husband has been brutally murdered. First, the police are sympathetic, but then she realises that she is their number one suspect and she has to decide whether to sit tight and hope they figure out their mistake or go on the run and solve his murder herself. Was that less than a minute?
2: There we go. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Great summary. Well done, Gold Star. Second question, who needs to read this book? Who would it appeal to?
1: Oh, obviously, as a writer, I would like to say everybody. um, But I think it's probably a bit more of a thriller thriller than some of my other novels. So anybody who enjoys a bit of high octane cat and mouse kind of technology focused stuff, it does have a really strong love story at the heart. It's fundamentally a story about love and grief. So I think anybody who enjoys the struggle to be human in this world will like it. Yes,
2: that's absolutely spot on. Your third question, what do you want us to feel as we're reading this book? I'd say I, my, what I felt when I was reading this book is, again, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I'm always going to pack some antibiotics with me wherever I go from this day forth. But sorry. what?
1: <laughs> well, that's a great tip. When people ask me what, my, what the moral of the story is, I always say, Use a password, which is <laughs> basically what other security people I spoke to said. What do I want people to feel? I think fundamentally, so most of my books are kind of done it. So the central question of the book is who did the murder? And Jack would say that that is the central question of this book. That is what her one overriding impetus is, is to find out who killed her husband. But I think what will keep people turning the pages, what certainly what made me want to write it, was to find out whether Jack will be okay. Because it's really a story about overcoming grief, about coming to terms with a thing that is impossible to come to terms with. And what kept me writing was trying to find out whether Jack was ever going to manage to do that, whether she would come out the other end and find a reason to carry on without her husband. So I hope that is what readers will feel. They'll feel anxious for Jack and want to know that she will be okay.
2: quite. Your fourth question, who was your favourite major and your favourite minor character in Zero Days?
1: Oh, I guess my favourite major character would have to be Jack. She was really fun to write. She's completely Mm. different to me. None of my characters are autobiographical, but Jack is probably the least. I could never be a pen tester. I'm very truthful. (laughs) As soon as someone challenged me, I would be like, oh, Gosh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be in this building. You're quite right. I give myself up. <laughs> my favourite, mine. I don't know if she really is minor. It's quite a. It's quite a small cast of characters in this book. So I'm slightly cheating here. But if there is an autobiographical character in the book, it would be this one. I, because Jack has such a rubbish time in this book, I wanted to give her one person who's completely in her corner. And so I gave her a, a big sister called Hell, who would do anything for Jack and I there are not many people that I would commit a crime for as previously mentioned I am very law-abiding but I would for my kids and my little sister who's not that little she's only two years younger than me but she will always be my little sister and that for hell that is definitely Jack she would do anything for Jack so hell is probably my favorite minor character
2: oh that's wonderful well we come to your final question and when we talked some weeks ago i was asking you about what biscuit had powered the writing of zero days which was a chocolate digestive nothing wrong with that so this question is what drink was powering the writing of zero days
1: oh always coffee for all of my novels drip coffee i like a percolated coffee not a cafeteria semi-skimmed milk and ideally freshly ground beans. I am a coffee snob, which is not something I love about myself. But yeah, always coffee.
2: Well, if it delivers books like Zero Days, we're, we're all for it. Just keep, keep drinking that coffee, Ruth. Keep caffeinating, I will. It's <laughs> <laughs> just been wonderful to talk to you and hear more about Zero Days. Ruth Ware, thank you so much.
1: Oh, thank you for having me on. It's been my pleasure.
2: There we go. And now let's go and talk to Sam Ripley about his book called The Rule of Three. Well, it is my huge pleasure to welcome back to the podcast, Sam Ripley, whose great book is called The Rule of Three. Sam, you have five questions in five minutes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. (laughs) No pressure. First question. Can you summarise this book for us in less than one minute?
0: The Rule of Three is a mystery in which the protagonist is investigating a series of seemingly unconnected tragedies with the intention of solving the mystery before she becomes the next one to die.
2: Oh my goodness, that was done in seconds, not, not minutes. My goodness, oh. very good. <laughs> Your second question, who would this book appeal to?
0: I think it'll appeal to anybody who likes crime, thriller, mystery novels, especially if you like something that's a little bit unconventional in the way it's told, that plays with genre conventions and is a little bit creepy.
2: Indeed. Third question: What do you want us to feel as we're reading it?
0: I think I want you to feel exactly what the characters feel as they feel it. Their sort of sense of a knowing but determination to unravel what is going on. So you know, the book is written as a journal. It's There's a lot of direct address to the reader. So I really want the reader to feel part of the story because the protagonist who is telling the story certainly thinks the reader is going through the same thing.
2: Absolutely. Right. Your fourth question. Can you give us your favourite major and your favourite minor character in the rule
0: of three? Oh, I was doing so well. Now I'm (laughs) stuck. Okay, so I would would say that favourite major character... Is going to be Amy, who is a sort of very troubled young woman who is struggling with grief and uh, trying to find her way in life. So yeah, I kind of I find, I think she's a very tragic character. She's also like her own worst enemy, but I think that makes her interesting. And then for a secondary character, secondary cat, there is a cat called Yoshi who makes cupcakes and brownies and various tasty treats for her friends. I think we all need a friend like that.
2: Yes, we do. Absolutely. Great answer. Well, your, your final question. In our previous interview, we were talking about your biscuit of choice and it was the hobnob, which is absolutely splendid. So this question is about what drink was powering the writing of The Rule of Three? What was your drink of choice?
0: Black coffee It's always black coffee. I have a, a coffee machine, so I will fuel up on espressos sort of first thing in the morning. And then generally early afternoon when I'm starting to flag, then I will have a sort of black Americano. I used to like, I used to love a flat whites and those kind of fancy coffees, but I just found over time it was just too much hassle and too much mess. So in typical lazy writer fashion, just strip it down to the absolute basic, stick a cup under the machine, espresso, done. Yeah,
2: but you're putting the book first, you see. You're so dedicated to your book. Uh, yes, well,
0: yeah, dedicated. I can not waste three minutes to froth the milk. I had to just get straight back to it. Yeah, We'll go with
2: that. Uh, absolutely <laughs> quite right, too. Well, it's just great to hear more about the book. Sam Ripley, whose book is called The Rule of Three. Thank you so much. Thank you. And there we go. Those are your two books with five questions in five minutes. I'm ready to send you on your way. Do you want to have the book names again? I mean, I've said them quite a few times, but I'll say them again once more because you never know. So we've had Zero Days by Ruth Ware and The Rule of Three by Sam Ripley. Those are your books. I'm sending you on your way. Enjoy your weekend. Look after yourselves and I'll be back on Monday with a long, waffly episode. So I'll speak to you then. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books. Said no one, ever.
0: See you again soon. Hold up.